right, comes back left, Natty shoots, oh my goodness, Lewis Natty! Here goes Daryl DK, at one horn, DK shoots, scores! DK wins it for an end What is going on, guys? Welcome back to the Lions Blog Podcast. This is your host, Gavin Rushnell, and today we are starting the first of a three-part series, as you probably realized by the title. The three-part series is we're going to be scouting our draft picks. So up first is our first draft pick, Jack Lynn, uh, out of Notre Dame, Notre Dame University College, whatever it's called. Um, so we're going to be looking at, cause there isn't really any YouTube clips of him. So what I ended up doing is I stole the 32nd clip that Orlando city posted to hype him up. Thank you, Orlando city media team. I appreciate it. Please don't copyright this. And, um, I went through and watched the semifinal that they played against Clemson that was up on YouTube and I clipped and edited each and every, uh, major action so there's some where he doesn't necessarily touch the ball but i felt it was a it was a major action um so there's some good some bad so it's not necessarily highlights but it's just everything he did in the game basically um so yeah so here to do it with me is my notorious partner in crime adam gonna bring him up how you doing adam hey guys um good good as you can see i uh, only own cappy shirts and orlando city gear <laughs> Yeah, nothing else. Um, what are you that drinking That is tonight? not a lie. Uh, oh, not alcohol this time. I have uh, some black uh, Muscova tea with oat milk. Hmm. So I actually did get beer this time. Ooh. This is um, my Christmas gift, a Mr. Beer Kit that my girlfriend gave me. And you make your own beer in your own keg. Is it good? I like it a lot, actually. It's just oh, the I'm standard jealous. American lager. It's like, but it, it's like six percent, and it tastes. It doesn't taste like six percent. That's very good. smooth. I, I tried making my own beer. I got like a beer kit too, mm -hmm. um, and it was a miserable failure. <laughs> oh, maybe next no, time. The, the funny part is, I came home one day. My dad is when I lived with my parents. My dad was drinking. Uh, one of the beers out of it. I'm like, oh, is it good? He's like, yeah, it's pretty good. I'm like, so I got all excited. I tried it. It was like the worst thing. I've it tasted like mouth, like, like bitter mouthwash almost. Oh, really? It was horrible. And all I could wonder is like how, because he drank the entire thing, how <laughs> my dad drank 12 ounces. Did he know it was yours? Yeah. Oh, he was just supporting his son. <laughs> I. He drank the whole thing, though, and it was disgusting. Yeah, if this it's was gross, that'd disgusting. be pretty sad. But uh, no, this is actually really good. I've, I've, been, I've got a couple left. Um, so yeah, so I guess let's quit waffling on and get into the video. Um, do I not have the ability to share something? All right, hold on. So we had some techno technical difficulties, but I brought up the video, so here we are. So it was kind of like a little instant cut. Um, so yeah, so let's get into it. Again, first 30 seconds is Orlando City. Let me turn off the volume here. 
And the rest of it is the Notre Dame game. He's number 27. Okay. So look for number 27 in the clips and I'll try and use my cursor. He, if you guys he's the one it. scoring in all, all of these. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So again, we're going to go through the um, whole entire video and then we'll go back and, and look at it. So it's going to be a bit longer. It's seven minutes. Um, so this is your introduction to Jack Lynn. Now this isn't, Obviously, this isn't the entire player. It's one game. So we're going to be making some, some conclusions off of this performance, but I'm sure there's more to his play than just this one game. So basically what the highlight tells me is that Orlando City thinks he can finish. His, yeah, his goal-scoring record's very yeah. good. And one thing that... Um, I think he had like 0.6 goals per or goal contributions per 90. Wow. Pretty no, good. Yeah, that's, that, that is really good. It, it, it is really good, but also in college, great players generally get up that high. I think he was like 20th something in the country with that. Yeah. So like the pro level players in college will get do like 0.6 to 0.8. And the way they played in this game, I don't know if this is their major system. Okay. There he is making the run. Uh, I guess we're just watching all the way through. This is this run is something I noticed, and he does the same thing like in a, a couple clips down. I want to mm -hmm. come back and discuss this later. Yes, um, I was really happy. Yeah, with that, those runs. that one too. Ooh, no, it's this one. Oh he, yeah, he's going to go around yeah, his that, right side cross. again. So the system Notre Dame played in this game was very um, like like Clemson was mostly in control of possession. It, it was probably around like 45-55 in Clemson's favor. I don't have the exact stats there. Um, but they were very counterattacky. Notre Dame was, and mm. only a couple instances. Yeah, they were where really they, trying to quick strike. Yeah, only a couple instances. That's what a their goal. we should draft that guy. What a bang. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, that's actually bangers that was, only. Uh, this left back here is the guy I wanted, Charlie Asensio. Um, he went uh. to Austin. Um, but yeah, so they it was ma mainly Clemson was in control. And Lynn was kind of like scenarios like this, getting the ball mm -hmm. um, on the counter, and they had to go forward. There were only a couple instances. Uh, that one wasn't great. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Where Lynn was um, up in the attack um, I, with I them do, having attack after like attack that, after attack. Like right there, he's not afraid to kind of get into it, which we'll see. He. He is involved in several collisions in this game, and I like that he's not afraid to do that. Yeah, he uses his body well, which we'll talk about. Um, I think that one a little bit was that was the exact same player who – this is his goal. It's just from penalty. Um, that was the exact same player who took the ball off him when he was isolated 1v1, and he I, I, mm -hmm. it was like the next play. So I think he was a little frustrated. Yeah. And actually that right back has his number all game. He really struggles against that right back throughout these clips. Um, and one thing we'll talk about as well is when he, it's weird, he's a striker, right? But when he gets in defense and clears the ball, mm -hmm. you you know how when you clear it, you're supposed to clear it high so that yeah. air, the, the air time gives you time to, your defense time to um, set up? Yeah, he, he does that do almost that. every time. No, he does that almost every time. He oh, I was, I was saying high. he was like knocking it far. Well, well, yeah, he'll knock it far, but he'll knock it high too. Usually, sometimes coaches won't care if you knock it far mm -hmm. or not, but it, as long as you hit it in the air and there's that um that airtime, 
that gives your defense three, two, two seconds, three seconds yeah. to set up and, and get into the positions they need to be to deal with the next one. So there's a so that's a clip of him pressing in the attack, yeah. which obviously we know our coaches will like. Mm-hmm. Nearly scores as well. That's that's the best clip of him in this game. Just about yeah. There's one and more that, that I really like. That's that's incredible awareness right now to get the shot off. Good hold up play. Just didn't get the pass yeah. off. lot of headers from him and he uses his body well mm. the way he backs into people and he really and, likes the flick on yeah and tries to flick it on with his head and here he is off the left and he's he's gonna play across the entire front he's not just a, a center forward yeah like i could i could honestly see them if he doesn't work out at striker trying to turn him into a winger yeah although he's not very fast like he he's like not slow by any means you know, but he's not quick. How did that not go in? That that was really good goalkeeping followed by really bad goalkeeping. Yeah, this goalkeeper is <laughs> like this. Notre Dame should have won this game. This goalkeeper makes some insane saves that don't involve Lynn. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, he was all over the place. Like it should have been like three one Notre Dame if it wasn't for the goalkeeper. Nice little pocket pick there, but I don't know how much of that he'll be doing. Yeah, I don't know. Because if you think about it, after these clips, we can talk about it a little more. But he's definitely go, going into the season third on the depth chart, and I don't really see him improving that. No, I, I don't think he has what it takes to beat out Tesha right now. No. Um, not in not in Pareja's mind. No. But what's interesting is I think his best role – he doesn't seem like an out-and-out center forward to me. He seems like he wants to be a little more ball-dominant. Really? Um, yeah, he doesn't because he he's a variable across the front. You know, This he, is the clip I like. Yeah. She nearly scores after running the length of See, the See, look, like, that's, that isn't what a center forward looks like. That clip, it's great, mm-hmm. but it's not center forward. Center forward is uh, I'm gonna someone else is gonna make that run and I'm gonna make the run off of them and try to score after they pass it to me, you know, or at yeah. least the forwards that we've been u- used to is a very different type of player. And um, the whispers that we've been getting is that uh, they're gonna play a plateau in a or plateau. Eddie has told me that stressing <laughs> plateau is is something different. I don't want to say that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that plateau is going to be. Um, in a in a false nine system, he's going to be playing that false nine role. I think Lynn fits that a lot better than a traditional nine center forward. Yeah, that I agree with. Um, <coughs> shows good bits of, of linking play. I think he would have scored here if his teammate didn't run into the back of him. Yeah, probably. I, yeah, because he he's got a good head on him. Yeah, and then just a real quick aside note on this: this is in the penalty shootout. He actually scored a penalty, but some a fan threw something on the field, and the ref blew the whistle right before it. So that oh. was his third penalty against this keeper. Um, he hit all three, and he hit all three. Uh, so um, that's a pretty good mentality. Um, so that's your introduction to Lynn. Versus he should be our starter. Clemson. Just take penalties. Yeah, seriously. Um, so we can go back and start doing the good old pauses. 
I don't think we really have to pause any of these. They're highlights. They're good finishes. We know they're good finishes. No, yeah. That's why they drafted him. Straight up, these clips are why he got drafted. It's not anything else he does. It's they took a guy that they think can score goals. Yeah. I mean. Which, honestly, we could end this video there because (laughs) until (laughs) we could, we're not going to. We're going to listen to ourselves speak for another half an hour. Yes, sir. (laughs) But. At the end of the day, they they found a guy they think can score goals. They think he has a knack, and they're going to see what what he can turn into. Yeah, that's really the only hard conclusion we can draw here. Uh, okay, so I'm going to hit that. I'm just going to make sure the okay, it does. I wanted to make sure the the backspace function was working, and I actually I'm going to go back to this one. Um, his first touch is not great, and that's something you'll see in a couple videos. Like in like that's a good first touch, but in mm-hmm. other instances, like it's it a little bit more bad than good. You um, would, I think you would like to see him beating college players a little more with his first touch if yeah. he's going to be a pro player. All right, do you want to talk about this clip? Yes. So right, I so both up. like and don't like it. I do like that he's trying to uh, rub off a defender by going behind his own player. And he does. What I don't like, and he does. I like that. What I don't like is back it up a little bit. A little more. Oh, sorry. All right, let's watch this whole thing again. So he's watch, watch the space on the here, left side, right? though. Yes. Watch the space that he has on the left side that the defender vacates. Right there. That's stop. Ah, sorry. See that gap? All right. Here. See that giant ass gap to the left of the guy? So, so over um, here? Yes. Okay. That's where he should have made his run. He should have peeled off there because uh, nine with the ball at his feet was drawing two defenders. He could have sneaked past uh, the back of the the right center back of, of the defense and been pr- in like prime like left side channel like right in front of goal. And, yeah, and couldn't have that easy pass. Now he Instead, has someone running over here. I he guess did, he but run into but gap. he was running faster than them, and he had to step on them. He would he would have gotten there before them. What he tried to do was the smart soccer play, which was probably the coaching point. His coaching point was probably when you see this run, make the run behind, draw off the defender, give your your teammate space, which is the right play in some moves in some instances, but you have to have the awareness to say, hey, I got a ton of space off to my left here. I think I can beat this guy because his bat, his, if you see the the right center back, he is running um, away from where Lynn should have made his run. So he would have had to flip his hips to try and catch back up with him. Mm-hmm. I think he could have made that run been in on goal. Yeah. And, and I think the same thing of the, the one in like two clips down where he made the exact same run. I think he should have gone to the left. I think he should have made himself more available as an option rather than relying on trying to draw one defender off and relying on his teammate to make a dribble and beat someone one-on-one and finish because that's not a pro or that is a pro level play that he's relying on his teammates to make in college. Yeah. So that might show a little bit of a lack of awareness on his players quality, which actually this, this guy right here, I, he plays well, he's all over the pitch. He kind of stood out Mm. for me, but he, he's a, he, not good enough, but he, yeah. he's a decent player on their team. The thing is, he could have gotten this ball. Like, yes, the, the run could have gone over here because that yeah. this guy's not catching up to him. No, he's not. Um, and the he, this guy right here, 
his name was Trey Shea, could have boom, but absolutely maybe but, he gets there now. But the problem guy, is then then Lynn is super far wide right instead of basically in front of goal. Yeah. Now this guy, maybe this was a, something that went through their minds, um, or maybe it wasn't. But he's the one who gives the, away the penalty uh, that Jacqueline scores. And the commentators were saying that he has um, a knack for, for like, he's a good defender on the ball, but he has a knack for, mm-hmm. for uh, struggling defensively. Now, here he absolutely yeah. just trips over himself. And then, Honestly, if, again, if Lynn stays more skinny, then he's, again, in on goal. I don't right. like how wide he got there. I think he took himself out of the play. He does get in these second and fourth channels a lot. Mm-hmm. He does. And now if that goes in the back of the net, we're saying, oh, my God, his run throughout the defender. What a goal. Like, what a play by Lynn. Honestly, though, the defender but, trips. Yeah, the defender trips. Which, if you if you look at it, it's partially because I think, of the run because he doesn't know which way to go. And then he has it, to turn and follow him. Here's the thing. <laughs> if that's Facundo Torres and he's drawing a defender off Facundo Torres, I can see it. You know? Yes, yes. So here's that same run. Same run. Now this one this one is a more defensible decision in my opinion, but I still think he had that left that left-hand run there. He did. Yeah, he did. If he if he I'm using my finger. Oh my goodness. <laughs> if he goes out here, you're right. If he just, now, you know, puts his foot in the ground and cuts straight up. Now this time he does the smart thing and follows him and his first touch yeah. right here lets him down. I mean, that's yep. not he, good. That needs to be one time. One time yeah. uh, right side post. Yeah. So what was this clip? Oh, that was that was just thrown into him. He holds it up. Um, there's nothing there. Uh, is this the goal? This might be the goal. Um, the oh, only thing yeah, I the wanted, banger. Yeah, the only thing I wanted to show here was his kind of slow pressing here. I, I know it's just a standard thing. He won't get on the really pitch like that. S- yeah, he's slow to get out. I mean, that's a fantastic <laughs> ball. And then that's a fantastic goal. I'm pretty sure this guy got drafted. Like these are MLS quality players. Um, that was him winning the header. So that was my only gripe with that goal. But mm-hmm. you know, there is. But honestly, he's not beating out Tesharak and Deli like that. No, no, he's not. Um, so this is an interesting one because he's isolated one v one. Gets the ball. Puts his head down and, and just does nothing Doesn't with it. Anything. Now the defender defends him really well. Stands him yeah, up. He needs to have a step over something. Like yeah, I guess it, he does try a step over there, but it's like it wasn't. Man, good. that's weak. And then here he just gets pissed off and is like doesn't shake the <laughs> defender at all. I think sometimes he's a bit optimistic and just thinking that if I just kind of keep going towards goal, it it'll eventually work out. And that's not how that works. No, that's actually a good point. I didn't notice that because he did throughout the game. A lot of his touches go directly towards goal. And sometimes you need that that calm. It, so. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I like that he's always trying to go towards goal, but he needs to do it in a much more intelligent fashion. He needs to pick his spots. Like like on those crossover runs, he should have just attacked the goal. Uh, but on, on, that, um, on that one-on-one, he needs to be a little more intelligent. He can't just open himself up like that and just dive in. He needs to either wait for teammates or like try to put a shake on him or something. Yeah. So he needs to pick his spots better. So I paused here on a penalty, not to analyze a penalty necessarily, but one thing that I also saw with him that we kind of talked about with um, 
Araujo, I think it was, um, was his shooting technique and how quick it is. And he flicks his foot at it. And he yeah, will he will do that consistently with his shots. Flick it. And that that's how when he goes that's on that really long run. That's not a big wind-up. It's not. Um, with, on the really long run that he makes, um, he, he, he does that kind of flick shot as well. Now, another thing that I saw, and we, we can kind of talk about it in this clip. So he's here. You're just going to have to trust me on this because the clips don't really show it that well. His off-ball movement is really good in the attack. He's always moving. He's always strafing. So here he is, finds a pocket of space, gets in it, gets the ball. Like, that's not a great example of it, but the reason he gets in so many good goal-scoring opportunities is his movement. It's just something that I can see. So... um. You're just gonna have to trust me on that. He's got good off-ball movement. I do like that flick on. I feel like this one? that's a yeah. I feel like that's a, a decent weapon that you can use in your arsenal, like a, of how to create chances. Yeah, that's a really good flick on from him. And the way he uses his body, I really like it in these situations. I did want to talk about those. He and gets if we're, his back into them and then wins the ball. That's really good. And if we're going to have uh wingers that are more runners, then we're gonna need forwards that are able to do that. Yeah, so you, so you see this first touch from him right here is heavy. I mean, his first touch needs to improve. Oh, yeah, it's bad. It, it, it's consistent throughout the match. And it's a semifinal matchup in the champion in the NCAA championships. Like, it's a high-pressure match, but so is, like, your, your debut is a high-pressure match. Like, I feel like that's a good run. His teammate let him down there. No, no, no. Wait, no, the, that's, that's not him. Oh, right, yeah. yeah, he's the one that steals it. Yeah, so he steals it. Now, he, he does do a little body feint right before he shoots, but watch his shooting technique. Boom. It's a very quick draw. Yeah, it's it's not a very um, long wind-up. Body feint, boom. So that could be another reason why they like him. Obviously, again, this is one game, high-pressurized game, but it's also against some defenders who are MLS-quality defenders. Uh, this is the guy who got drafted by Austin, like I said. I don't know if the right-back's... The right back got drafted, but the right back completely dominated him. And like Clemson's a MLS factory. We, there's a lot of MLS players that have come out of there. Yeah, Miami's own Robbie Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't believe Miami. Passed yeah, he must DK be worth twice. like like 15 million. <laughs> yeah, totally right. If DK was only nine and nine and a half plus five. Yeah. Now this is good from him. So. Wins the ball again, not the best first touch. Gets it, does a couple little step overs, keeps it, cuts in. That's kind of more shot. what he should have done when he had that one on one. And he, then, but he doesn't need to be doing all that when he, when there's like a box full of defenders. He just needs to make one cut, get on his left foot, and put it across there. Yeah. And so, if that ball's a little heavier, he at least gets out wide in a yeah. in an isolation scenario. First touch is a little too heavy, but it's hard it's to very optimistic. Him for that one. He goes exactly where he just wants to be, and he's going to hope that the defender doesn't stop him from going there. Yeah. So I want to get your, your thoughts on this clip right here. Um, do you think he made the right decision to flick it out to the, to the right? Or do you think yes. he should have gone in defeat? No, I actually kind of hate 
giving it to the the forward most man at the in this part of the field in a counterattack because then you're relying on someone to make this this big long run um down the field and not they don't see what's behind them if you give it to the person in front and you're relying on them to carry it the whole way and not mess up with the dribble or not get it taken off them or whatever or someone from behind them to just absolutely sprint their ass off and come from behind and present an option. I don't love that. I th- feel like that cuts down your options on the counterattack. I actually would prefer that it go to the to the wide second man there. Um, obviously, the um, that's Asensio right on the left. Um, uh, no, Asensio is probably one of these guys. Now. Oh. But that this is the defender who's like... Oh, right, yeah. Gave, gave away the penalty. Um. I mean, obviously, he gets closed down pretty quick, um, and it doesn't really materialize into anything. But I do think that that outlet is the right pass, just because I would. Prefer, it needs to be less weight on that pass. It needs to yeah. be into his feet. Um, yeah. So, it, but it, it but I do think nothing. it's the right decision. I agree. I think it's the right decision. So th- there's the clearance thing I was talking about. So um, that's the same flick, but he's the one who clears this ball. And he does it with his head and with his foot a couple times in this game. Oh, I see what you High. Mean. Yeah. Very high. And that lets the defense get set up. There he is using his body again. Maybe could have attempted to chest this one. Maybe not. A little too high. Um, he, they definitely go to him for headers, which is why I... Mm-hmm. Now, this is really good. It should have been a goal. A really good save from the goalkeeper. Yeah, I'm not sure how that's not in. I mean... Those clicked on... Per- that wasn't straight out of me either. No. Um, it's, oh, we'll, we'll pause it here. But the way he uses his body in um, situations, he he puts, he gets in front of them, and then he starts to back into them. And I I really like that about him, um, because he's the one who usually wins the header. See, in it, most of these, it's funny. It's really funny hearing you say that because that's the Harry Kane move, and I know you hate it when Harry Kane does it. <laughs> I don't like when Harry Kane um, bends over when people try to jump for the ball. Yeah, well, that's the next step of the move. <laughs> Look, if he does it for us and it leads to a goal, whatever. Now, this one he does a little shove in the back, but whatever. Now, this is my favorite clip of the match. In overtime. No, not this one. I lied. I lied, people. I lied. My bad. But I do like this clip because he passes mm-hmm. it off. If this is Pereira or Araujo, this yeah. ball's going here. Oh, absolutely. That and ball's going there. He's the, making and the, the good run. Those two two defenders right by 21 have taken themselves out of the play, so it's essentially three on three. Yep, he's ball watching, which this is something that a lot of MLS defenders would do. Like, this is not an, an, a non-MLS position. Boom, there's a lane right there. Instead, he just, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, it's not great. Not great. Um, there he is heading the ball high again. Uh, this is the clip. So his first touch here, not good again, but just gets there in but front. He gets there. Yeah. But in I think in the, in the pros, he doesn't get past there with his first touch. Yeah. No, that first doesn't. touch gets intercepted. Yeah. And also imagine the finish, the finish is lacking. Yeah. So imagine the, this first touch, and then this is like Darlington Nagby or something. That ball's yeah. gone. But he does a little step over here, which is good. Sent so with that little body feint that he does, he does that 
He's done that a couple times this match. That's kind of I told you. Way. So I told you he kind of reminded me of a combination of Tesho and Matthew Hoppy. That's yeah. the Matthew Hoppy. Okay, he's. You said that before we started recording. Right? Yeah. Be- oh yeah, before we started recording, he reminds me a little bit of a combination of Tesho and Matthew Hoppy, in that he's kind of variable. He's willing to do a little bit of work on defense. Um, I obviously Hoppy's a little more. Cre- he he kind of seems like that false nine variable attacker to me, mm-hmm. not necessarily the traditional center center forward. Mm-hmm. Kind of like obviously Tesho plays that role sometimes, but Tesho also sometimes plays on the wing. Um, I think I think versatility is one of his strengths, and the uh, capability to finish, which we didn't really see in this game other than the penalties, um, but the capability to finish that we've seen in some of the other goals that he's scored. And he got in the positions to, to finish. Yeah. He's gotten in a couple, like the, the one on the right where he steals the ball um, he, like, and, and has a shot at the far post. Mm-hmm. that's a good position position to finish. And we'll see here in overtime. I think it's like one of the last seconds of the game. He, uh, he should have scored. Oh no, here in double overtime. Um, if his defender doesn't run into the back of him. So there's that right back again, getting the better of him. Yeah. Right here. Another good position. Obviously it's a free kick, but, and they're probably aiming for him, but yeah. But yeah, I, I agree. He does have a little bit of both of them in him. Um, <laughs> he will press not as much as Tesho. Um, mm. now maybe he will. Maybe if Pereja just says, Hey, go run around and press, he will do it. I, he looks like a player who will do what the coach's coach asks him to do. Um, because it's clearly a, a coach's mm-hmm. tactic to have him be the the long ball, um, target, the target man. That was the word yeah. I was looking for. Um, because that's what they do a lot in this game, they do long do ball, target man, and Jacqueline. How old is he? Tall. Oh, he's six two. Six two. Okay. Which is how tall DK was. Yeah. He might be six one, and, and they're fudging it. Yeah. And then, he, yeah. He doesn't look. I was gonna say he doesn't look like massive. Yeah. He does have a good frame though. Like if you just look at him, he's got a good physical frame. And he he's does. Seemingly quick. So. He's more quick than fast. Yeah. Oh shoot. Okay, so we're done. So. Uh, let me stop sharing my screen. There we go. Okay. Um. So I think we're in agreement that he's behind in the current pecking order, Pato and Tesho. Yeah. I would Do say probably th- behind Benji also. I don't. I, think- I I think they'd play Benji at striker before him. I don't think so. I don't think Oscar will ever play Benji at striker. As he kind of has a little bit. I mean, he started to towards the end of the season play him that second striker, like a right striker role. Yeah, but but I'm talking central striker. Like I think I think if number nine, if if Paso and Tasha both pulled hammies in training, and we need to line up with a striker for opening day, I think it's Benji. I don't think it's Len. Oh, okay, interesting. Because that's what I was going to ask you. I was going to because. We've seen it with Laren. He didn't really play that much until injuries mm. came along, and he played. And he started his career. Saw it with DK. Didn't really play that much. Uh, we're going to uh, call Dom. DK a number one overall pick because he should have been. He should have been. Uh, Laren and DK were both the best players in their drafts. Lynn yeah. isn't. It's a, it's a different category of player. 
Now, people did say they were surprised to see Lynn drop so low. And now this is just probably marketing and, and coach speak. They did say that Lynn was the guy we wanted, but... Mm. Th they also said they were really excited about Derek Dodson last season. I think that, that was... I, I believe Oscar Preha said we got our guy. Yeah, I, I, th I think he might have been just a victim of the NCAA college season um, having a whole bunch of wonkiness with the scheduling because of COVID. And I, w I wonder if that had a, had an effect on um, the scouting of these players because not a, there weren't a lot of hits in the draft this past year. The, the thing is, Dodson did well. I, I mean, he scored in USL when he was there. Um, he scored in, in the NCAA. I I and I don't get why we let Dodson go. Completely honest. Is he going to our MLS next pro OCB? Or no, no? just cut him. I mean, I know Rico's in charge of putting that team together. He might give him a call, but as yeah. far as I know, we just cut Dodson. If they liked him so much, you you yeah. have to think they're gonna put him on that team. Yeah, we'll see. But I, I don't know. I I just to me, Lynn. I mean, the the first touch is big. He needs to improve that a lot before he sees an MLS field. That's my thing and as his, well. And his decision-making. I think until those two things, I think the effort's there. I think the defensive tenacity is there, his willingness to throw his body in the way. Um, he's a, he's a, a, a forward, so he's not going to be expected to be technically good on defense. He's just, he's just going to be expected to kind of get in there. Um, I think his defense is kind of up to par, honestly. Uh, especially since he can get he can get on headers, but which, funny enough, is gonna is something that's going to help him get on the field for us. <laughs> but he'll be our um, right wing back to end the games. <laughs> don't remind me. Instead but what's off. what's going to keep him off the field is that first touch and decision making. Uh, decision making. I am happy with the pick. I think we have a raw player who I'm excited to see molded by Oscar Pereja and the coaching staff. Because um, if he can get his technique up, if he can get a little bit faster and um, translate his movement into MLS, we have a player on our hands. Oh, absolutely. We have, we have somebody there. there that we can... Because think about it. What is the the biggest thing about Wondolowski that has made him score goals consistently across his entire career in MLS? It's his movement. It's his, it's his awareness of space in the attack. It, it's not his technical ability. It's not his, it, it, it's nothing. He just else. knows where to pop up at the right place at the right time. I think Lynn has a little bit of that magic in him. I really do. And I urge you guys to go watch the video on YouTube. It's the Clemson semi-final and if you just watch him which is obviously what i did he the, the way he moves he he just moves in the right places so i, I think we have a player in our, on our hands is he going to contribute this year i think we see him i think we see him i i, I don't think we say see he him. probably gets an appearance this season but i don't think he'll have a role not a massive role now if we get a lot of injuries Maybe they'll throw him up there for a game or two and who knows. See what sticks. But uh, are we having an open cup this season? Yes. I think maybe the open cup is where like the first open cup game, that's gonna might be a big opportunity for him. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know if they're gonna if they're gonna be Tesho. It, it'll probably be Tesho, but uh, I don't know if uh, that's gonna be. You know, we actually have some some attacking depth. We just need some starters, man. It's coming soon. Facundo soon. News dropping tonight that Gaston Gonzalez has Gaston Gonzalez's club has agreed to let him leave in mm -hmm. May. So oh, it's May. Okay. Yeah, that's better than I thought. I thought it was July. No, the the uh, the I don't remember the exact date, but the transfer window opens in May. So mm -hmm. you're right. We do need starters, and look, Oscar Pereira teams always start quickly. So mm -hmm. as long as we get some pieces in there to mold a, a good starting crew come opening day. If we can get to May with reinforcement coming in and guest on Gonzalez, mm -hmm. hopefully we can push on for the rest of the season. If, if, if injuries do happen, which they probably will, I do think we'll see Jacqueline get a chance. Will he explode onto the scene with two goals and great holdup play? I don't think so, but probably not. <laughs> Hopefully that comes to bite me in the ass. But I think we have a player on our hands. We just mm. have to to see how his career grows. All right. I guess we can end on that note. And Adam, thank you for taking the time to discuss Jack Lynn with me. Where can our listeners find you at? You can find me on Twitter or Instagram at Kosher Taco Truck. I guess I should have said our viewers subscribe to the youtube channel again never thought i'd be saying that but i am you can follow us at lions blog one we've got some uh very fun news coming up soon in the next couple of weeks about the blog itself so stay tuned for that a uh, little wink wink nudge nudge sort of thing um but yeah hope you guys enjoyed and we'll talk soon peace Yes, man!